While digging through a lot of baggage, gathered from wanting to belong somewhere and not sure what you believe, there's a crying out for all those things that should be said that are not being said. No longer will we pretend that there are no issues to address or that we are only going to talk about certain ones. This show, coupled with our blog site and our website, will be the beginning of you finding your way. There is an elephant in the room. Let's talk about it. You were thinking it. We're going to talk about it. Thank you so much for joining us today for This Needs to Be Said. We are beginning again. We had some issues, so we were on time, but we are trying to get things situated here. Um, so anyway, we're going to try to take this short break again and so I can make sure that Don is on the line with us. Sorry for the delay, but I know you all are looking forward to the conversation just as much as I am for today. We'll be right back. In order for your dream to happen, you have to make it happen. You ready? Come and get it. You want it? Come and get it right here. Come and get it for real. Just come and get it. Takes work, but you can get it. Takes time, but you can get it. Stop talking. Come and get it, keep pushing, and you will get it. You hope and have. 
Savings Mart is your one-stop shop for just about everything. We carry many quality brand-name products for seriously discounted prices. One of such great brands is the Medca brand, which you may now know because of the high quality of their products and by how much variety they have to offer. Medca has an extensive range of products, from health to household to toys. If you have a use for it, they make it. Search the Savings Mart on Google. All right, we're going to get into our conversation with Donald Ray Mills again. I want to apologize for the technical difficulties, but we are ready to rock and roll. Hey, Don, how are you? Catherine, Catherine, you're talking about deal breakers. I, I hear a deal breaker. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's an unfortunate coincidence that something may happen to interfere with something that you're trying to achieve. And the way that we manage that effectively is to stay very, very positive, just make an adjustment. And that's exactly what we're doing here. I'm excited. All right. Well, let's just drop right into it because we're 18 minutes into this, and we haven't gotten our good stuff from you yet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good afternoon. Life Challengers, hello. Catherine, I'm certainly, I'm certainly honored to be a guest on your show. And I'm never, ever going to take that for granted. I'm very appreciative. I know the work that you have put in. We're talking about getting it done. We're talking about putting the rubber to the road. I know the work that you have put in to make not only this show available, but many other shows that help to inspire, help to encourage, help to motivate and enlighten people so that they, too, can make a difference. So thank you, thank you, thank you very much. I'd like to think that I'm speaking on behalf of all of our listeners. Catherine, you know what? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to start off with a testimony today, uh, a life challenger, and I just call her Michelle. She listened to the show last week, and we had a conversation the other day, and I certainly – I'm grateful that she called me because she just wanted to hear what I thought about how the specific life challenger challenge would impact her. And, you know, when, when, when I heard her and when she commented, I'd just like to share with you what she said. She said, Don, I only have a minute, so I wanted to say, what I got from yesterday's conversation. What I got was the realization and the understanding that even at my age is not too late to make some changes that will make a difference. What she said was that I am not too old. I got to get my fire back. I've got to walk with confidence. I've got to dress with confidence. Once again, in my life, I've got to get it to ooze out of me. I've got to be ready to put in the hard work. I've got to be ready to do the homework. And I've got to always take notes because my memory isn't as good as it used to be. And I know, based on our conversation, that I'm not supposed to go back to yesterday because yesterday is somewhat of a hindrance 
because it's not all that it should have been for me. What I got out of our conversation is to the need to focus on where I am today and what I'm doing to prepare myself for tomorrow. And I need to duplicate and duplicate and duplicate that effort until I'm exactly where I want to be in life. Hello. Did you get that, Catherine? I got it. I got it. Sounds like she did, did too. That? Huh? Is that a message in and of itself? It is. Now, it now, is. Now, now, I talked about, I talked about being spiritually grounded or becoming spiritual. I'll be honest with you, Catherine, I don't even know if I'm sure what it means. Does it mean, based on what I pray for, does it, does it mean something like this? Before every show, I set up a prayer. I said, Lord, God, put words in my mouth. String them together in such a way for the listening ear to be motivated, to be encouraged, to be inspired and enlightened by them. And he is to decide who the listening ears are supposed to be, not me, because my message isn't for everybody. It's for the listening ear, and that's the person who took the time out of their day to dial the number so that they can hear the word that is spoken. Now, I don't understand who is supposed to become the listening ears. I don't know if the information that's been strung together is supposed to be for them. I don't know what they're supposed to do with the information. I don't know if they sent up a prayer and they said, Lord, provide me some sense of direction. Now, I've been told from very early in my life, that each of us are a vessel. That when God presented, he chose 12, and they got the information out. And three of them were backstabbers and sinners. They were imperfect. So I don't know, you know, are, are you a messenger, Catherine? Am I a messenger? You know, it, it, each one of us, as we walk among the living, are we messengers? Are we supposed to make information available so that someone, some listening ears, can live a fuller and more satisfying life? I ponder on those questions. I don't know the answer. But when I got that feedback from Michelle, I wondered to myself, the only thing I did was to string some words together and I spoke them. She heard them. And from hearing those words, she decided to make a difference in her life. I don't know how she arrived at that. The only thing I did was just put some words together, and I pronounced them in a way that they could be understood. I say that to say this to you, life challengers. Life challengers, gather around me. Pull up your seat. Class is in session. And I tell you, I'm having a good day because it is a good day to strive to live a fuller and more satisfying life. 
It is a good day to reposition you so that you can help someone, so that you can add value to the life of another. I believe that today is a good day. If you believe, look over at your neighbor. How do you like that? Look over at your neighbor and say, neighbor, today is a good day. I believe. (laughs) Hello. Today is a good day, I believe. And what do they say? If I believe, I can achieve. And then you have to fill in the blank. Life challengers. I am told that the Life Challengers series may not work for everyone. It's not for everyone. I mean, there's not a listening ear on everybody that's hearing what is being shared on this day at this very moment. And I'm going to tell you something, Life Challengers. For a few of you, because of the technical difficulties, you had to wait an extra 15 minutes just to hear what is being said today. Some of you may have had to move on, but for those of you who stayed face of a deal breaker, right, what is being said is meant for you. And I want to say this to you. This is not for everybody. But I do agree upon one thing. For those that are listening, the transition from the hype, the transition from the inspiration, the transition from the motivation, the transition from getting more information is the preparation, is the preparation. You pull all of those variances together, and now you have preparation. It happens when you start your day with the attitude that you are ready to get the work in. You jumped out of bed as opposed to rolling over or crawling out because you are ready to get started. On the day before, you decided what you are going to achieve the next day. So you made sure all the necessary resources were in place so that you could get started. You had goals and you had plans to achieve them. You decided you were going to become productive and achiever. And that on this very day, you were going to be successful because you decided when the day started off that today was going to be a good day. You started your day off believing that you could achieve your goals and you completed most of them. So, yes, life challenges, you must start your day off with the right attitude. Or you've got to check yourself. You've got to believe. You've got to check yourself. You've got to believe that you have a reasonable chance to achieve the goals that you've set that you set for yourself day by day. And remember, you know, and, and I, you know, I hate to say this, but my grandmother she said it all the time. She said that the devil was busy, and that there's always going to be some type of distraction. But regardless of where you are in life, regardless if you're 5 or 10 or 15 or 30 or 40 or 50, you might even be 70, it is never too late. It is never too late to get back on track. Yes, you were distracted, but guess what? 
Your new day starts today, this very moment. Your new day starts today, this very moment. All is forgiven. You can start over. You can engage in behaviors. You can develop the kind of attitude that's going to support your moving in a direction that's going to help you live a full and more satisfying life. You can, matter of fact, add value to the life of those who are closest to you. You can make a difference. The question was asked, can everyone be successful? Can everyone be successful? Oh, 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 I have another question here. How about this? Can everyone live fuller and more satisfying lives? And how about this one? Uh, Somebody asked this question. How can I, I mean, little old me, meaningless me, depressed me, how can I add value to the life of another? When I'm struggling, when I'm poor, when I have bills that aren't getting paid, when I have relationships that aren't working, when I have fallen, when I'm a sinner, when I hadn't gotten it right, when I'm up against adversity and, and I don't know which way to turn, when I'm sick, when I'm shut in, how can I, little old me, add value to the life of another? And a couple of weeks ago, I brought to your attention a spiritual song written by Marvin Sapp, written by Marvin Sapp, and, and it, it kind of stuck with me. Because now every time I'm talking to somebody and they're sharing with me why they can't, why they shouldn't, uh, uh, how it hadn't worked for them, uh, uh, how things just aren't changed for them, and that they can't do it. They did not measure up. And as Marvin Sapp said in his song, yes, you can. And he references he said that God said, yes, you can. Now, don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. This is not meant to be a sermon. It's not meant to be a spiritual message. But you can define it as you may. The only thing I'm doing is presenting information. And you have to remember, I requested from above the words be put in my mouth that would Define exactly how they will come out Because those words have to be strung together So if they come out like it's a spiritual message Then hello, I guess it is If it come out like I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a mentor or a tutor Maybe I am If it come out like I'm a motivational speaker hey, Well, that's okay too As long as you get the message As long as you hear what is not being said And I'm not leaving much to chance because all I'm saying to you is God said, yes, you can. And the only requirement for you is to believe, is to believe that you can. And, you know, there's a ton of cliches. I love cliches. If you believe, you can achieve. Hello, works for me. If you believe, you can achieve. Consider the following. And this is the philosophical overview. This kind of gives you the meat and the potatoes. This kind of 
kind of helps you to understand how we transition from uh, the philosophy to the uh, uh, application and and, 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 and and the ground that we stand on, that support, the ideology of everything that you've heard over the past several weeks. Right. This is what I believe. You see, I believe, and I'm serious about this, I don't. I, I believe a person is basically good. I just don't know anybody that was born bad. I mean, I don't know them. I know somewhere along the lo- the way stuff happens. I know that somewhere along the way mistakes happen. I know that somewhere along the way choices were made that maybe you didn't agree with or they had a negative consequence. But I just don't think folks started off like that. I think it just happened. And I hate to use the word that suggests and defines what it is, but I know it starts with the SH, and then it says it happens. Hello. Uh-huh. <laughs> don't, don't, they don't even try me. Don't, I, I start to go there. I'm not even <laughs> going Catherine, leave me alone. Don't even, don't even go. Okay. Let that go. <laughs> Let that go. That's right. Let that go. This is what else I believe, Catherine, and my life challengers out there. And I certainly hope you got your pen and paper. And now remember, Catherine is going to do this. She's going to post it on the blog. So if for any reason you miss any of what is being said today, just punch play. And then you can hear it. And you can also uh, get that information from her other shows. Now, a person is basically good. But then guess what? And this is number two. All, did I say all? All behavior is purposeful. All behavior is purposeful. Hello. All behavior. Did I, did, did, does that mean anything that you do, Catherine? Does that mean when it you walk a like little it. bit, when you talk a little bit, and how about when you sleep, when you eat a little bit, or when you move in this direction, or when you move in that direction? And somebody even told me feelings and thinking, they're representative, they're representative of behaviors. Because they, too, can be changed. I've been told that if you change what you think, you're going to change how you feel. I've also been told if you change how you feel, your thoughts about something is going to change. And all of it's going to positively correlate with what you do. So I guess what I'm saying, all behavior is purposeful if you define behavior as thinking, feeling, and doing. If you change any of the above, you're going to get a different result. You're going to get a different result. That's what I think. Number three, in every situation, a person needs to be able to make choices while understanding that for every action or choice that is made, there is a reaction or a consequence. Did I say that right? Every time, all behavior is purposeful. And whenever there is a behavior, there is some type of reaction or some type of consequence. So you're telling me that for everything we do in life, there's some type of reaction and there's a consequence. Is that what I just said, Catherine? I think it is. I think you got it. Well, I tell you, what about those folks that say they're going to do nothing? According to this, doing nothing is something. And there is a reaction, and there's a consequence. What are you doing today? Nothing. Well, hello, sounds to me like you're doing something. Guess what that something is? Nothing. And guess what's going to result <laughs> from that? A consequence. 
<laughs> something's going to happen or something's not going to happen. It's not going to remain the same. You're not going to be in the same place. If you do nothing today, you're not going to be in the same place you were before you decided you were going to do nothing. So, hello, why do we even use that in our jargon? We're not going to do nothing. Because we are doing something. What are you doing today? Nothing. Hello. Can you describe that? Number four. Now, how about that? I like this, Catherine. You want me to tell you why I like all of this? I like all of this because it's applicable. It applies to everybody. It's not age-restricted. It's not culture-restricted. It's not, it doesn't have anything to do with how much money you got. It doesn't have anything with how much education you got. It doesn't have anything to do with religion. Guess what it says? It says a person can learn a better way. Wow. Well, that's it. Now, what happened to the naysayers out there that tell me they can't get it done? What happened to the naysayers that say that they're a failure? What happened to the naysayers that, that say I hadn't gotten it right in 30 or 40 years? Wait a minute now. I just got through saying, I just got through saying a person can learn a better way. I just got through saying that. A person can learn a better way. And here it is right here. They can learn from successes and failures so that they can make adjustments along the way. They can learn from failures. They can learn from successes. So what you're telling me is that you can learn from your behaviors as a result of your becoming sensitive to the end result of those behaviors or the consequences. You can learn from those you can decide if you're not getting what you want as a result of doing what you've been doing, maybe something needs to change. Golly, boy. I don't know. Is this rocket science? You need to, I need to get rocket science. Is this rocket science stuff? Huh? No. No. Well, I don't understand it then. How is it that each and every one of us why can't we profess to live a fuller and more satisfying life? Why, why is there an element of society that's struggling? When all we need to do is to recognize where we are, right? understand there, what is going to be required of us to move in a different direction, and then make some kind of commitment to get it done. And it goes back to what I said earlier. Oftentimes, like challengers, we get caught up in the hype. You're listening to me now, and you might comment that, wow, golly, he sounds good. Well, how is my sounding good going to help you? If you don't have pen and paper, if you don't go back and review the life challenges, if you don't have goals, if you don't make a commitment to get the goals completed, the, the plans com- uh, to get the goals achieved, if you don't have plans, if you don't have a timetable, if you're not surrounding yourself with the appropriate resources, then how, how will my words help you? How will they help you? Those are the kind of testimonies I want to hear. The type that I got from Michelle that made it very clear. She said, God, I am not too old. 
She said, Don, I can do this. And all I responded, as Marvin Sapp said, was God said, yes, you can. Number six, a person is encouraged, inspired, motivated, and enlightened in a positive environment. Wait a minute, in a positive environment. I'm thinking this is where folk are harmonious with each other. I think this is where somebody is deciding to be respectful of one another, be courteous of one another, make the available resources available so that all who are around you are comfortable and they feel safe and they and they know that you like them and you've made it very clear that they are welcome and you're there to encourage, inspire, motivate, and enlighten them. And we call this just pretty much having a positive attitude. And what I'm saying is that we're not like each other, but we're born with certain attributes that we learn as a result of the socialization process. We know how to help lift a person up. Unfortunately, we also know how to tear a person down with ridicule, with disrespect. We know how to sabotage life challenges. I need you. I need you today because my objective in life, starting a couple years ago when I retired from every mental health after 25 years of service, was to reposition me in life so that I can help someone help someone. Now, how about that? Help someone help someone. Now, that, 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 that's a tongue twister assumption. Help someone help someone. I want to help someone help someone. And I guess what I mean is that I'm trying to do enough for me so there's something left over that I can share with somebody else to help them help someone. And what I'm thinking is now you have the domino effect. If I help you, you help someone, that person helps someone, and by golly, by the end of the day, a whole lot of folk done been helped. I don't know. I've talked a whole lot. I, I, I don't know. You have to tell me what you think, Catherine. Maybe you can break it down into English. Maybe I said something that wasn't understood. Maybe you can say it in a different way. Maybe you can paraphrase it. You can summarize what it is, I'm, the message I'm trying to get out for the day. What do you think, Kathleen? I think that when a person is ready to hear what you got to say, Don, then they will receive it, as opposed to trying to scrutinize what it is and who it applies to when it applies directly to them. So, yeah, you sound real good, and you're absolutely right that if they are not taking notes, if they're not listening for the benefit of themselves, then the, the the point is is null and void, period. Um, you can hoop real loud if you want to, Don. Sounds real good. But if the person isn't ready to receive it, then you've done your part. You've done your part. But as far as those that are listening, they have to take it, try it on, and see how it works for them. We're not here telling you do X, Y, Z. We're mm-hmm. showing you the benefits of X, Y, Z. But you can't. 
benefit yourself from pointing the fingers at everyone else. You have to see how this helps you get through your life challenges. So putting someone else down or criticizing someone else, you're not working on you. So each week, we're up to Lesson 16. Each week, you're coming and you're sharing. The shows are recorded, so as soon as we're off air, people can go back and listen to this one as well as all the shows, and they can see that your message has been consistent if they're ready to receive it. So there's no problem at all with what you're saying and how you're saying it, and maybe you could say the SH because sometimes it happens. (laughs) But people have to try it for themselves and not make any excuses. And we make little teeny, tiny, teeny, weeny excuses and think that those are nothing, but they build up to big excuses and to keep us from moving forward, to living a more satisfying life, to being positive, even in, even when the temptation may be there, to say, well, I don't know what Don's talking about. Yeah, I didn't have a plan for the next day. I'm doing nothing, and, you know, I'm bored with life, and everybody can't be happy, and everybody can't be successful. Whatever Don's saying, I don't agree with it because they haven't tried it on. So there's not a problem with what you're saying. There's, there's not rocket science. And if a person truly desires to have a fuller, more satisfying life, they can absolutely have it, and you give them the keys to success every week through your more than 40 years of experience in the industry and your willingness to help, our in-person classes that we do, and whether a person needs to rearrange their schedule to be there, then they need to do that. That's up to them. That's up to them to want to make that change. So you're doing everything. You're putting the tools out there. You've made yourself available for people one-on-one outside of the show. Don, I can't imagine what else you could possibly do other than wait for the person to say, hey, I'm ready. That's it. Because all of it has been great information. We have it on the blog. I mean, it's everywhere for them to see. It's on your personal page. It's there. So if they're ready to receive it, not picking and choosing what you want to use from it, mm. try the whole thing on and, and walk with it for a bit because we have to unlearn. I got a question for you, Don. Do you think okay. that it is really easy to shake off negativity? Do you think that it's really e- easy to shake off bad habits? Okay. And that's a good question. The problem with trying to shake off negativity and bad habits is that, first of all, you have to judge. You have to make a judgment. You have to decide that something is negative, meaning that you called it negative. And when you say bad behaviors or poor behaviors, you call them that. You've defined behaviors as that, or you've defined something as being negative. You hear what I'm saying? Okay, uh-huh. that's extremely that's extremely biased. You know, it could be sometimes we misread somebody's intentions. I'll be honest with you, I have in every accord attempted to hurt somebody and I believe I did more damage than I did good. Or at least when it was all said and done, um uh that they did not like me or they felt uncomfortable with me or they were critical of me. And I know in my heart This is when I say charge it to my head and not my heart. What happened is that I was just insensitive. I either underreacted or either overreacted or I either misread something or I either misspoke. But they defined me as being a negative person because of something I said or did. And I know for a fact in my heart that wasn't the intent. 
So I'm saying that we have to be careful about judgment. We have to we have mm-hmm. to make sure that we have specific goals that we're trying to achieve, and we have to not be distracted by our judgments, because our judgments can also be used as our crutches, as our excuses for not doing something, or for doing something that's just as negative. If I can use if I can use that expression, so as far as mm-hmm. I'm as far as I'm concerned, listen to me, Catherine. Stay away from negativity. Stay away from judging something as being negative. Just take it as being part of the day. Okay, well, I'm driving down the road. My transmission fall out. Was that negative? I didn't think it was being negative. I already knew a mechanic. I already had a, 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 a roadside insurance on my vehicle. Uh, it took a little bit more time, but I made some telephone calls. I got some assistance, and within a reasonable period of time, I'm back on the highway. But I could have been cussing and fussing and blaming the last mechanic for not having my automobile in order. I like being challenged. I like it when somebody puts a deal breaker in front of me because then it it tests my resolve to stay on track and to try to do the right thing. It tests my resolve. So I say to you, I say to you, when you're confronted with a deal breaker, I say to you, when you don't achieve your goal that you set for yourself as you thought you would, I say to you, when you don't get the job, I say to you, when someone says something that you feel is negative about you, let it go. Let it go. Don't jump on the bandwagon. Keep the momentum moving forward. And before you know it, all of that stuff you've deemed to be negative, right, is behind you. And shortly thereafter, will be forgotten. I say to you, let it go. Don't give it the the attention that's going to result in a distraction and add fuel to the fire. Don't do it. I don't know. Was I pretty clear, Catherine? I think you were crystal clear. (laughs) I think you were crystal clear. All right. All right. I'm I'm excited um, about the opportunity that is presented every Wednesday when you have these discussions, when you host these discussions. And I'm even more excited about the people who are tuning in as well as the note that we got at the beginning of the show. And I hope that we get more people that are brave enough to help someone else move forward because that definitely helped that young lady, but I'm sure that it's helped someone else that maybe identified with that or maybe said, listen, I didn't know I could write a note into Don and and have it read on air so that it could help someone else. So that did a couple of things on today. So I'm excited about that. Now, Don, we do have to get ready to wrap up. I know that that makes some of us a little little sad until we have to wait till next. So that we have to wait till next week. But what is our take action for the next week? You know, and, and I'm gonna tell you, but and this is this is being truthful. I do send the prayer up. I do never know what I'm going to talk about in the following week. All I know is going to it's, it's going to be a transitory type of statement. I don't know what it's going to be today, and I won't know that until Sunday. Because you have to remember, I'm not gathering this information from any book or any text. I'm just basing it on my own experiences, and I'm trying to remember what I told folk when they were in comparable situations. And I'm just putting the words together and hoping that they come out in such a way that they do. And I'm going to use these terms over and over and over and over and over again because it's the, uh, it's, it, I mean, it's a, it's a foundation of, of what we're trying to do here, uh, I, you know, uh, to inspire, motivate, and encourage. And I don't know what I'm going to say or what it's going to look like. 
I, I would like for this to happen. I do want to hear from more folk. I do want to there. I want there to be a greater participation on the show. I think when somebody presses one and they ask a question or they give a comment, I think it adds value to the show. I think it adds flavor. I think it helps to put it in this perspective because sometimes people say, well, Don knows this stuff frontwards and backwards. I would like for somebody to come aboard who's 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 using this stuff and giving some feedback as to how it's working for them. Mm-hmm. I like them to inbox me. I like for them to call me. I like for them to, to challenge me, to tell me what's going on in their life and at least tell them what I think. You know, because what mm-hmm. I believe people have to do, they have to broaden their perspective and they have to get more information so that they can make uh uh I don't know if it's better choices or additional choices, but they have more options to choose from. And having said all of that, let me end it on this note. Life challengers, I mean, we're in it together. I mean, you, you, me, we're us. And without you, there's no us. We need your involvement. We need your support. Uh, we got a lot of folk out there that's not listening, and those are the folk that we really want to tap on the show and get this information to. And it's not a matter of where it comes from. It's just as long as they get the information. As far as I'm concerned, I can be reached, and I do get calls. People do text me at 704-502-6555. You may know somebody that I might need to speak to or, or I might need to ask a question of, 704-502-6555. I'm at Mills at yahoo.com. That's my email address. And I'm on Facebook. I love Facebook. I mean, that's the way I stay in contact with everybody. And every week I will post my life challenges, and I'm at Donald Ray Mills. Are we friends yet? If we're not friends, I mean, send in the request. I got you. You got me. All right? So and I, I thank you for your likes and, and getting information out. Catherine, we got it in. All right, and we got one more thing before you go. Our next class is on the 13th of July, 6 p.m., so head over to com so that you can come to the in-person class. If that is a day that you don't normally have free, you got a couple of weeks to get that day free to attend that session because it really is something that can help you break through to the next level of you. And, Don, I will see you on next week, all right? Okay. Enjoy your 4th of July weekend. Be safe. Thank you. You too. Head on over to thisneedstobesaid.com so that you can sign up for Don's in-person class. It's on July 13th, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Max Arsenal.
Hi, this is Johnny Reed, and when I need to hear what needs to be said, I tune into This Needs to Be Said Radio with Catherine This Needs to Be Said Waddell. Catherine, keep telling it just like it is. Beach the other day. She seems so perfect in so many ways. But I asked her, cup of coffee, see what she had to say. That's when I found out she lived 5,000 miles away. And I said, Ooh, now that's impossible love. Ooh, impossible love. Girl, you see, she was just too nice. She spoke so openly, she had nothing to hide. So I asked her out for dinner, and that girl she tried to pay. Oh my god, that's when I found out she was only half my age. And I said, Ooh, now that's impossible, no.
realities, they will not compare. Yeah, the finest fabrics that just pay the chain. No need us arguing over petty things. Look, we'll pull up in foreign horses on the jacket. Green light on gold, baby, who gon' stop me? Girl, rub me three times, I grant you wishes. Don't need no mistletoe to give you kisses. Start flashing, I be like, damn girl, you blowing up. I so you skating on, no need I'm hating on you. Louis, I'm lacing on you, nothing is basic on you. Smile on your face, make me say, girl, you so beautiful. What I got in that safe, that's only for me and you to know. are getting ready for our interview with author Karen Lazarus and her book, Sweet Mary Jane, 75 Delicious Cannabis-Infused High-End Desserts. And this book has been the talk of my show, Karen, since I've set up this interview. Every person <laughs> I've asked about it wants to know, when is she going to be on? And before we jump into the discussion, they wanted to know, can you mail it out to them? So <laughs> I wanted to go ahead. Yeah. The product, No. <laughs> <laughs> Good, we cleared that up. That was the first thing. I was like, I don't know. We have to wait till we talk to her. But anyway, yeah, I'm excited. We're not allowed to to leave the state with marijuana. All right. All right. So everybody, you heard that. 
So I wanted to get right into this because our time together is limited, and I wanted to make the, mo- the most of it. And okay. we want to talk about the benefits of cannabis. Uh, we want to talk about uh, your stance on legalizing uh, marijuana. So let's jump right there, and then we'll go to the next question. Okay. As far as the benefits of um, the health benefits, uh, we sell um, from our bakery to uh, dispensaries who then sell to the patients. And we sell to patients with post-traumatic stress, epilepsy, Parkinson's, cancer patients, Crohn's disease, um, diabetes, and all of these people are finding relief through cannabis. So now, now your your stance benefit. on legalizing it um, would be in line with because of the health benefits, or what what got you in, involved in this discussion? Outside of it, it makes lots of money. I can imagine that, but what gets you um, behind it, saying, "Hey, legalize marijuana"? Well, I believe cannabis should be available to anybody who needs it. So legalize it. It is not um, an addictive, deadly drug. If you want to use it, it should be available to you. People are, I mean, you. I have heard, I'm sure, about all of these uh, children who are finding relief through seizure, with their seizures. Uh-huh. They're being reduced. Why not make it available to them? Nothing is going. Nothing bad is going to happen. They're not going to die from it. They can't overdose. Now, one of my concerns about it, I don't have a position on it one way or the other, but now that we're talking uh-huh. about it, I think about the delayed response. I don't smoke. I've never smoked. I don't know anything about, like, the the feeling of it. I've seen movies about it, and I've seen people who, that you know, you say, okay, we're well, high or whatever. But I'm thinking mm-hmm. of maybe when I see them, they're slow, they're delayed, they're relaxed. So even though I hear that is not addictive, I'm thinking it's still dangerous. Can you talk to that a little bit? Well, it's it's a, of course, I mean, it's psychoactive. I'm not, I don't think it is dangerous. I mean, do you drink? I do. Okay, so you know that feeling that you got when you've had a drink. You're, mm-hmm. you're not going to drive a car. You're not going to be silly about it, and it's the same for marijuana. You have to be... Okay responsible i mean i certainly i mean even here at work no employees are allowed to use marijuana while working okay the same thing i mean you need to take care just as you would with alcohol and i certainly find marijuana to be safer than alcohol Uh and safer than a lot of the drugs that are prescribed Uh okay well that definitely clears that up now i've heard of hemp before and i've always wondered is this actually a form of marijuana? It's a different plant. We don't use hemp at all. Hemp is okay. something else. I mean, people are growing hemp, and it is, um, you know, part of that family, but we are not allowed to use that in our kitchen. Uh-huh. Um, we are restricted as a marijuana kitchen to use marijuana as the ingredient. Okay. Do they have the similar effects? Do you know? There's no psychoactive with hemp. Okay. Because I've seen it around, and I always wondered what that was, and I figured you could help me out with that. Thank you. Yeah, there's no psychoactive. Hemp has other um, beneficial properties, 
um, but it, it uh, there's a cannabinoid in in the hemp plant called C, that uh, is a CBD that people use for uh, healing benefits, but it is also found in the marijuana plant, and that's the one that we use. Okay. Now you have your bakery there, and you've been in love with bacon since the age of eight. Are there mm-hmm. other places like yours in Colorado? Other bakeries? Oh yes, yes. There are plenty of bakeries out here. Oh wow, 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 wow! Now you talked about a marijuana banking system. I think that's what you called it. Talk to me about that because I understand that this kind of business could definitely yield a um, big bank for people. Uh, so talk to me about the marijuana banking industry or the 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 fact that there may have to be one created. There needs to be one created. That's one of our biggest challenges is cash. It's not the lack of cash, but where to keep the cash that you have. Um, banks are, you know, concerned about rules that prevent them from doing business with criminal organizations and have been re- reluctant to take on medical marijuana businesses. And that leaves us in the industry. I mean, we're always scrambling for ways to take payments, pay bills, pay our employees. We operate on a cash-heavy or cash-only industry. Wow. Even though it's legalized in your area, you still have that issue. So I guess there's a lot of hurdles to jump with this, huh? Yeah, because um, it's a it's federally illegal. It's only you know it's state statewide it is legal, but federally illegal. So the banks don't want to they don't want to deal with it. Wow. Wow. Well, that sounds like another opportunity for someone to start a business statewide there. So um, talk to me about your passion. You you were baking all along, and this opportunity came along. Like I want to know what was that that moment when you were watching weeds saying, "I can do this." <laughs> Well, when I was back watching weeds, I thought, oh, my God, I would love to be able to do something, you know, with marijuana, but it wasn't legal then. Mm -hmm. And then um, once I started, you know, researching cannabis a little bit more and saw all these health benefits, and then I won that baking contest, and I thought, oh, my gosh, all this could be combined. I've got some money now to do this, and... Um, I'd rather open the cannabis bakery than a regular bakery. I just felt like there's plenty of regular bakeries. Do something different. Mm -hmm. And I felt Mm -hmm. like it could be – I I believed in cannabis, and I thought this can be successful, and it is. Well, yeah. And that really keeps me going with all of this – you know, if I went into it because of my passion for baking. I'm in it now because of the feedback that we get from people who are benefiting from cannabis. And you give a couple of warnings in there. Let me say this real quick. We are talking with the author, Karen Lohr. Give my tongue together like I've been um, eating some infused treats. We're talking with author Karen Lazarus, author of Sweet Mary Jane, 75 Delicious Cannabis-Infused High-End Desserts. Listen, a couple of people want my book. And I don't know if I'm going to let this book go. <laughs> they can order their well, let me own. Just say something for you. You can mm-hmm. make all those recipes without the cannabis. Listen, I don't know. You got my you got my interest peaked now, so I don't I don't know if I could go back thinking regular, Karen. So um, I have you to thank or blame. I don't know yet. But people are excited about this. down the road. I'll tell you later. Absolutely. But people wanted to know, uh, well, you issued some um, some warnings in the book, the difference between inhaling and ingesting. So let's talk about that, some warnings about baking with cannabis in your sweet treats. Okay. So if you're inhaling cannabis, you're going to feel the effects immediately. So you're going to know, all right, I've had a puff. I'm going to stop. 
Um, I, you know, I, I feel good. With edibles, it can take up to two hours to feel anything. So mm-hmm. a problem for people is they, you know, they've eaten a cookie and a few minutes later it's like I don't feel anything. I'm gonna eat another one, and then all uh-huh. of a sudden it kicks in, and it's like, oh no, I've had way too much, and it's a very unpleasant feeling. Yeah, I was reading, so, and you said you could find yourself sidelined, and I laughed. I was like, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you. Well, it does not feel good to have too much cannabis. So I give you warnings to start low, go slow. I give you different ways to dose so that you can start your products at a very low dosage and you're going to be fine. And then, you know, give yourself time. You can move up to higher dosages. But you have to learn what your dose is, understand your own metabolism, how an edible works for you. But, yes, oral ingestion is much slower Okay. But All right. the thing is also about oral ingestion is it lasts a lot longer. It can last up to eight hours. Wow. Well, listen, I know we got to let you go, but I hope that you have much success spreading the word about legalizing marijuana and the benefits of it, as well as issuing the warnings of, you know, how to bake with it, as well as um, not to operate motor vehicles just as you would not with uh, drinking alcohol. So much success to author Karen Lazarus, author of Sweet Mary Jane. 75 Delicious Cannabis-Infused High-End Desserts. Much success on your book journey. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah.
Oh, 
All right. I tell you, today has definitely had some deal breakers in it, like Don would say. We're having technical difficulties today. I'm going to play a couple more songs for you, then we have our daily dose of weird news coming up. But while I have your attention before we go to that, I want to let you know to head over to thisneedstobesaid.com. There's a lot of great things for you. As business owners, if you feel like you can teach what you know, then we need you here on This Needs to Be Said Radio. We want to help you expand your brand through radio. So head on over to thisneedstobesaid.com, and you can find a commentator's application there. We have free classes for the community to attend. So if you look for the events page, you're going to see that we're adding e- Events or classes daily. We have an in-person class with Don on the 13th of July here in Charlotte, North Carolina, that you can uh, register for. It's free. You also have some other classes that are going to be online that you can register for for free. So we're looking forward to helping you expand your business brand as as well as enhance yourself personally and professionally. We've supported people in getting that job by showing them how to ace the interview. These classes aren't about selling you something. They're teaching you something. These experts, these business owners are coming to share, to give you some high-quality content to help you on your journey. Struggle trying to bring life to your vision See, I know this well is vicious, but you strong Taking care of business and your home Say cut this song, cause it's your song See, I know he did you wrong, you passed that Cause you grown, holding it down on your own It's solid as an earth stone Even when your back's against that wall Your instinct takes over So you can conquer all And I have nothing but respect for your elegant intellect Don't let this world get you down Get that weight up off your chest Cause when you stay prayed up Blessings come down, carry yourself just like a queen Then kings will come around, infatuated with her aura Can't do nothing but adore her So there's no reason why we shouldn't break our backs for her So put your ones up, for sisters' elevation Cause if God made us, let's take care of God's grace Ain't no Can you what she faced Never gives up, she holds it down Works all day and night If she's gotta come what may And she'll say My 
my sister, beautiful soul sister, manifesting inspiration with my spirit needs that lift up. I know this well is vicious, but you strong. I have feelings that lie way deeper than digging the love zones. It's something about your vibe that should be treasured. Her soul side lives in her mission. Her presence is my pleasure. I know her past was aggressive. It left her in question. When will all that stress in? So she can receive that blessing. But overall, my queen walks tall. Her love's out of this world, like solar system stars. I want to be where you are, no Michael. To be that man of faith that puts her into all your bad cycles. Infatuated with her aura, can't do nothing but adore her. So there's no reason why we shouldn't break our backs for her. So put your ones up for sister's elevation. Because if God made us, let's take care of God's creation. Can you see she faced, never gives up, she holds it down, works all day and night, if she's gotta come what may, and she'll say, it makes her strong, 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 that much stronger, hey, yeah, 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 my sister, beautiful soul sister, hey, yeah, yeah, for my sister, so Put your ones up in the air put for my sister. You know you're strong. You know you're strong. Say put your ones up in the air for my sister. You know you're strong. Put your ones up in the air for my sister. You know you're strong. Say put your ones up in the air for my sisters. Get you down, get that weight up off your chest. And this is your daily dose of weird news. A new report shows that 35% of Hillary Clinton's Twitter followers are fake. Yet, most of them are registered to vote for her in Chicago. Well, as if you've not already heard about it because you're living under a rock deep inside a cave, the U.S. Supreme Court made a history on Friday legalizing same-sex marriage in all 50 states. Congratulations, gay community. Now, you'll get to be pestered by your parents, just like the rest of us. When are you going to get married? When are you going to get married? When are you going to get married? When a train passenger in Dusseldorf, Germany, saw a dead, bearded man in a blue coat and red trousers near the railroad tracks one recent evening, he reported it to authorities. Turns out the lifeless body was actually a partially deflated Papa Smurf balloon. 
Turns out Papa Smurf owed money to some bad people. Verizon has closed its recently announced $4.4 billion purchase of AOL. So be checking your mailbox for your Get 10 Hours of Verizon free CD in the mail soon. Tom Brady has begun the process to appeal his four-game NFL suspension. For millions of people, the world is a place where they can't escape war, murder, and famine. And yet Tom Brady is complaining because he gets to spend four Sundays at home in his mansion with his supermodel wife. A woman climbed a 30-foot flagpole on the grounds of the South Carolina State Capitol Saturday morning in what she calls an effort to dismantle white supremacy in the United States. Bree Newsom was arrested following her climb to remove the Confederate flag. Here you go. You know what? Proof that some liberals are just not thinking things all the way through. I mean, would it not have been easier to just cut the rope holding the flag up? NBC has named Lester Holt as the new permanent anchor of Nightly News, while the man he has been filling in for, the suspended Brian Williams, will move over to MSNBC. Because at MSNBC, credibility is not such a big thing. The federal district courts in Alexandria, Virginia, heard arguments late last week in a lawsuit that may influence whether the U.S. Navy must admit secular atheists as chaplains. Um, yeah. Okay, why on earth would a secular atheist be interested in becoming a chaplain? I mean, what, what legitimate reason could there possibly be for that? That's your Daily Dose of Weird News. I'm Darren Marlar. You can get more weird news, including the free Daily Dose of Weird News app for Apple or Android at DailyDoseOfWeirdNews.com. I want to compose you. Write you into my sheets like Gershwin. Craft midnight music with my fingertips. Then place lyrics on your skin with my lips. Intro insatiable. 16 kiss verse. Hooked on your exhale. 16 stroke verse 2. Anticipation bridges one minute to the next. 16 stroke verse again. Orgasmic outro. Classical. You are my rhapsody in blue. to the hope that you'll be delivered to my door make my heart financially secure i'm tired of paying for past mistakes you are my winning lottery number i buy scratch cards and dig through the wall you put over your heart with this hopeless pity it has a hole where the wish of you has eaten through it seems pointless but it's all i have left of you you are my job interview i want to work for our love and hope that i've answered all your questions i know this position comes with benefits i want to retire in your arms you are my dust you are a light fading over a distant horizon, leaving me in darkness. Night is your fear of taking this leap of faith with me. I'll be waiting for dawn. So why are you so hesitant? I mean, come on over here and sit down. I mean, 
want to thank you for listening to the heart of R&B, DJ Echo, DJ Delmatic, so free.
thank you for joining us today. We hope you've gained something from what has been shared. Special thanks to the creators of the TNTBS jingle. It was written by Lamont Champ Josie and composed by Robert Jenkins. Thank you to everyone who supports us by downloading the phone app at thisneedstobesaid.com, by commenting on the TNTBS talk show fan page on Facebook, by retweeting us on Twitter at TNTBS, by also sharing this show with your friends. Thank you for logging in through your computer, as well as calling in to listen on the phone lines. Now go out and tell more people about this great show. If you thought the show sucked, tell them anyway. Bad news travels fast is what I'm told. Either way, tell them to tune in each weekday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're always looking for new guest commentators, awesome topics, and most of all, we want your opinion. Visit us at www.thisneedstobesaid.com. We'd love to hear from you. There's an elephant in the room. You were thinking it, so we're going to talk about it. Until we meet again in the same place at the same time, have a super day.